tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. And welcome to, uh, I gotta get these, I gotta get these down before, because Edwin G will start going, stop drinking Nestle! Uh, hi guys, welcome to Tim you know who I am, you know I'm here to do, I'm here to rock! There we go, brother, see, Fair. we're starting to cook with gas. Do you know what episode this is that you've done, do you know? Uh, I don't actually, but it's A couple like, hundred, yeah, hundred, yeah, yeah. so you took 200, you got it. I got it going on. Got it, dude. Join me. Uh, He is uh, on a very, uh, very, uh, what the kids call hot podcast, George Perez Stories. Xavier Guerrero. Thank you. No, it's not hot to you. Come on. We need you on. I I know you got restrictions, but I'm going to make it happen. I got restrictions. I'm going to get you. I'm going to pick you up, get you the Uber. Dude, I'll get you the babysitter. No glitter. If we pay for the babysitter, will you go? Oh no, I dude, you don't understand <laughs> the pain and suffering that's coming. Uh you you know him and love him. You watch Broken Simulation. He's the man, the myth, the legend. Some say it's his podcast, and I'm on it. And those people are retards. Please welcome my good friend Johnny Water, Johnny Nice. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't see that comment because I knew you wouldn't react well. No, to it. I don't care, dude. I don't care. Uh, no. It's yeah, the new episode's up if you want to watch it. It's on. I gotta ask, is there something with Patreon going on? Yeah, there is Patreon. Uh, you can get a lot of bonus footage. Uh, we cut out a solid hour and 20 out of that last episode. Yeah, just us getting way off topic. It's pretty funny though, but it just didn't quite fit with what we're doing. What were we doing? I don't even know. Just a lot of sex, porn talk, and like uh, that's what the people are asking for, and some crazy politics stuff. It got a little dark as well. It kind of got depressing. So I cut why nobody's complained so far. Nobody said, I know. Because I cut all of it out. That's why. Oh, so if you really want to get depressed and really sad, and go to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon. <laughs> if you we also, go I to- also share like high res versions of the uh, artwork from the show and stuff like that. So people, people seem to kind of dig that. Johnny, everybody loves it. You do a great job. Thank you for all your hard work, guys. Uh, my life is in flux. Where I'm going, where I'm ready to rock. Next weekend, I am in Portland. At Helium's, okay? The Helium Comedy Club. Uh, you can grab your tickets right now. I believe it's portland.helium.com. Is that it? Portland.heliumcomedy.com. Oh, snaps. Heliumcomedy.com. Grab your tickets. Come watch Daddy say words that are forbidden, okay? Taboo talk. Come hang out with the digital gangsta, okay? They hear me say stuff that will make all the trans in your community cry, okay? Uh, <laughs> then uh, the 23rd of July through the 25th, I believe that is, I am in uh, at in San Diego at the American Company Company. Uh, I will be down there ready to rock in what I believe is the prettiest area in the world. They don't get better looking than the Gaslight District. I'll tell you that right now. Or is it the Gaslamp District? Gaslamp District. Yeah. You know what I was thinking the other... 
I was thinking, dude, you need to go and find guys like Josh Potter. Not maybe he's headlining right now, but guys like that that are like on podcast, and you should form a Voltron of like guys on shows and go do spots in different places. I was doing that. Uh, I did a couple of them with uh, Lee. Lee, Sayat. yeah, yeah, so it was like, yeah, perfect, yeah. like that kind of guy. Yeah, we just go and just kind of it was kind of cool. Just you should get like up. find all the different big podcasts. Get this Mike Tully's like that. Yeah, Johnny, come on, let's go. You want to, Johnny? Be it's time to, to get the- on the saddle. Get out the sa- Get up back. You know, go ride bareback. You love bareback. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got- have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you do, guys. Also, uh, so we were supposed to have Ryan Dawson on. Unfortunately, schedules in it is uh it's a mis- mix up on. I'll take the L on it. I guess I'll take it. So my apologies to Mr. Ryan Dawson. We were re- we're really excited to have him back. He couldn't make it. Some going on in Ryan Dawson's life is they've taken down his Patreon. So uh you should check out my Patreon. But the only reason I bring that up is because I just want you to know, guys. I'm also on Subscribestar. I every episode of Patreon goes to Subscribestar. I have zero subscribers on <laughs> Subscribestar, but that's okay because I don't really push it. But seeing what's happening with people, it's just inevitable until they go after, you know, go after uh, Patreon. It's just inevitable. It will happen. So uh, I'm on, I'm on Patreon, tinfoil hat, basically Patreon backslash tinfoil hat. You can go check that out. You can check me out on Subscribestar, subscribestar.com backslash tinfoil hat. You can also see my new spiritual podcast on Rockfin. Rockfin. R O K F I N.com. You're right, Sam. You have zero on Subscribestar. Dude, you, you could be, someone could be the first one. Someone could be the first one. Holy crap. Yeah, I didn't... And you get the exact same show as you do on uh, Patreon for a penny less. Um, so that's that. T-shirts are rocking. I'm trying to come up with some new T-shirts. I, I want to find a really good, like, uh, someone who loves the show, but they're into, um, like, comic book drawings, because I have an idea I want to do. I'm very specific with this, too, so got to bring it. Got like, that. I, I'm liking the idea. I'm liking it. You don't even know the idea. You just know. No, you said superheroes and fucking conspiracies. Comic that's book, all com- I need. Com- yeah, com- comic, comic books. books. Uh, so that's that t-shirts go to, uh, tinfoilhatshirts.com and you can grab all the shirts. It is a great way to support the show. Oh yeah. We do got a new one. We do. Yeah. The run DMC. It's on. Oh, it is unenroaded, dude. Oh my God. That's a great shirt. Let me see it. Run TFH. I love that dude. I love that. I didn't even know that was up yet. Yep. Just got it. I think yesterday. Run TFC TFH. I love that. I love that. Guys, today's going to be a little different uh, episode. Well, Johnny, what's your uh, social media? At Johnny Woodard, at Johnny A. Woodard on Instagram. Uh, is at that Johnny you, Woodard, Johnny? Twitter. Look at look you. Look at this. I want you to look at this. This is that she rates dogs thing, which is just a way for women to slander men, basically. And they sell these shirts for like beta cucks to wear that says nice boy on it. Like, I'm a, you're a good boy. And these guys <laughs> tweet this account, she rates dogs. And say, look, I'm a nice boy. Look at me. I, so I'm a this feminist. woman rates dogs. This is the thing that kind of... And they, she has BLM up there. I mean, like, do you get it? They slandered Dalia. This is the where all, the, all these people, you know, like, send in... Each shit. one of you useless 
bitches would love a dick down and you know it you complain about your boy this is basically you complain about your boyfriend on here by the way if, th if this was the other way right. people would be going nuts of course they would it'd be revenge porn or something so i just had a conversation with a friend of mine uh and his ex-girlfriend he had thought he'd taken a loss he was describing to me uh, a situation where he was arguing about white privilege and his white girlfriend checked him. So a buddy of mine had been to jail. His ex-girlfriend had, um, had him throw basically almost doing time, hard time, like long time. And, uh, he, uh, he brought up like, Hey dude, uh, what uh, that's, I, I got surrounded by cops with guns drawn on on uh in the valley uh where's my white privilege and his girlfriend's his ex-girlfriend's response was uh oh that's your ex-ex-girlfriend's white privilege right <laughs> and he's like oh yeah you're right that kind of is Be and she goes because if a mexican chick or a black chick had called they wouldn't have arrested you like that and what i want to tell his ex-ex-girlfriend who's a wonderful person that's not white privilege that's something called Pussy privilege, okay? <laughs> Pussy privilege trumps white privilege. It yep. really does. Always will. It always does. And women don't understand that. And that 70 cents of the dollar thing was made up basically to get them to feel like they were part of what is this uh, outrage uh, oppression culture that has just destroyed this country and had everybody fight with each other. Right, so how do you get white women who are the biggest purchasing power in America? They've done so many research on it. And it's like women buy more stuff than men, or they're involved with seventy percent of the purchases, so they have to care of them. So just look at those late night advertisements. It's all shit targeted to women. It's all that, right? Because they know women are the ones that are going out shopping and doing that stuff. Yeah, of right. So so you can't piss off women you can't when you start talking about white privilege and, and white and, and anger at white people the news can't focus on the women they just can't do it because then their show and the people advertising on their show will in fact have negative connotations with white women who are the rich the first of all the largest demographic in the united states are, is white women there's more white women than any other demographic in the United States. Is it the population 51 to 49% men to women, right? There's more women than there are men. Yeah. And there's more white people than there are anything else. So there's more white women than there are white men. So they, 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 and they've done studies from age like 13 to like 35, white women get more money spent on them than any other demographic. So. And real quick, this is not condemning white women. Listen, whenever you talk about a group, you're not talking about the entire group. You're, you're talking about the squeaky wheel, right? Like the, the, the you know, the, the ones who bark loudest. It's kind of like, you know what they're doing right now to get us all to fight with it. Anytime a white guy says something politically correct to a black person, it instantly is like the top feature on BuzzFeed, right? All the Karens. That's, right? all, that's all they promote is Karen, Karen this, Karen right, that. Right, 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 Like, well, now we got a problem with that, right? So it's like that video of that, that, that black guy walking up and just popping that 
that the old, old lady. lady, right? You're like, imagine if you said, we, we got a problem with race because of this black guy. No one would ever say that because it would be ridiculous to think that. But now, out of like, was it 120 million white people in the world, in, the, in this country, you have like a couple videos of them saying dumb shit. And it makes the top of CNN's news. And now all of a sudden we're like, oh, we got a fucking race problem. Did you see the, the one where some lady caught off some lady, some black chick, flipped her off. Yeah. And then she chased her all the way to her house. And this lady's having a panic attack. Like she literally looked like, she's, ah, she's like. Which is typical liberal bull. And I hate when they say liberal because it's not per- tip- typical progressive bullshit. Which is poke, poke, poke. When I poke back, oh, you're attacking me. A great example of that is if you can go to this, I think it's in Berkeley, where this, uh, this black chick has this guy by the hand, right, uh, by the arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, she's lecturing him on why he shouldn't wear dreads. That dreadlocks are black culture. Black culture. And this guy's being really nice and he just, he's letting her hold it. And then after a while, it's obvious that this woman is just fully idiotic. And he pu- pulls his hand off and she kind of flexes and she's like, don't attack me. You better, you're attacking me. It's like, what are you talking about? You brought this on. Like the Asian chick, right? Who just lost her job. I don't want anyone losing their <laughs> job saying something, even if it's stupid. But this is exactly, this is called, guess what? The tables have turned. And I honestly don't think they're going to give her her money. You don't? I, I think GoFundMe might be like, yo, that's kind of promoting racism because if you give her money, you're supporting a racist. Well, yeah, you should I, say what we're talking about, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So can you look this up? This girl in Harvard, right? You got it next to you. Yeah, I'll look it up. This right. girl in Harvard, this Asian from Harvard, right? She uh, was doing a video about how she'll stab anybody that says all life matters. It's black lives matter, not all lives matter. Now, I love Asians. I love Asians. Who doesn't? doesn't? Mm -hmm. I love Asians. They're wonderful people. I'm not really the guy that has an Asian chick fetish. That's never been my thing. You want to play the video? I had to connect. Yeah, it should be on there. If he, he finds, I'm, I, I'm not really the guy that's into. All lives matter. I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm gonna show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. It doesn't even make any sense. The sheer yeah. entitled caucasity to say all lives matter. I'm gonna stab Caucasity. you. I'm gonna stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm gonna show you my paper cut. First of all, this say, is insensitive to people who have been well, stabbed. Yes, too. that's true. Stop it. Here's the whole thing. Uh, uh, guys, listen. I'm Armenian, okay? I'm half Armenian. And as, as you guys know, uh, Armenia is a part of Asia. Which and makes Paul you, Mooney verified you as a black person. Yeah, well, let me get into that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, am, I am part, I'm half Armenian, which is part of Asia, which makes me Asian, okay? And then... I'm uh, uh, a quarter Sicilian, which means I'm a 12th African because Sicilians are Italians and Africans put together. So I am half Asian and I am a 12th 
African, which makes me Blasian. Okay, I'm a Blasian American. And as a Blasian American, I know that my Asian people, okay, we have the highest rate, the highest standard of li living. We have the highest rate of two parent households, okay? We also have the highest rate of doctors of any demographic in the United States. It is laughable that one of my people, and it's really hard for my people to get in to uh, uh, Harvard because there's so many, we're so smart. And like, they just constantly stop my people, the Asians from getting in there. Hold on. Okay. They stop them from getting in there. And, uh, but she got in, she got in <laughs> and uh, for her to lecture, when so many of our Asian brothers and sisters could not get in because there's so much, uh, so many of us applying, uh, for her to lecture us about these lives matter and those lives is laughable. No, I love my Asian people. I love you guys. You know, I watch Bruce Lee shows, movies too, with great fucking pride. Um, I don't go to fucking Panda Express. <laughs> That's an insult to my people. Okay. I don't go there. I don't go to Olive Garden. Don't insult my people, okay? Um, but we keep wanting to get into this oppression thing. You really want to be a part of it, you know? Like, I just, they're dying to be a part of it, you know? And it's just because they're, like, so mad that people do so many jokes about them. But the reality is the people who make fun of Asians the most are Asians. Like, Asian comics <laughs> destroy Asians. Like, it's almost yellow face how badly they destroy Asians. It's unbelievable how hard these, I mean, like, dude, some of these Asian comics, you talk to them off stage, like, hey, how's it going? How are you? Next thing they go down stage, like, oh, I'm Paul Rickshaw. You know, it's like, who is that? Dude, I, just, I know exactly who you're talking about. He well, I'm not talking about anyone specifically, maybe. <laughs> But the point is, and I love them, dude. I, Bobby Lee, Ken Young. Uh, I mean, I can go on forever about Asians. That I mean, I love Asians, dude. But it is laughable, this attempt to, like, get it. And, like, dude, I understand the black community when they get really mad. <laughs> and, again, this whole thing with Chris D'Elia, and I'll get into that, and Joey Diaz, this is an attempt, once again, for white women to make it about them. We have this whole situation about Black Lives Matter. A man was killed by some thuggies, right? And now all of a sudden we're in a Me Too 2 movement. This is part two, right? And then the emails get released. And it shows that these girls doctored the emails. And you know what they said? Have you heard their responses? Oh, I knew this was going to happen. That I was going to be attacked. But you know what? I know my truth. Do you know what you, you know what? When you say, I know my truth, you know what that means? You're, you got caught lying and you don't want to admit it. I know my truth. There's one truth, the truth. Your truth is not the truth. <laughs> it's kind of like when I sing to my babies. I sing to my babies all the time, man. I sing to them and I, I forget the words. So I just start making words up. And Martha gets so pissed and she's like, that's not the lyrics. I go, well, that's the lyrics I want to sing. You know what that means? Those aren't the lyrics. Yeah. Your truth is not the truth. The truth is the truth. Right? So we're going through this fucking thing right now. 
You know, can you play them? Ah, uh, Marcellus Wiley, do you have that? Or does he have to play it? Can you find Marcellus Wiley uh, talks BML? BLM? I think it's very important, man. I mean, if you actually listen to, like, dude, you can't love the black community. You can't realize that all lives matter, that, that each individual life matters. Which one? Because there's like 10 Here, let me bunch see of videos. The third one? That's the one you wanted? Perfect. Yeah. Go through one. I want, with you. I want you yeah, to you ready. Play it, play it. It's Is this a good idea? Ah, it's not a good idea. Um, I do want to give the it. players credit. Let me just start. So what they're asking him right now is whether he thinks it's a good idea for the NBA to allow NBA players to wear social justice, uh, you know, basically hashtags on their jersey, in particular BLM. That's what they're asking right now. So let's hear what, what Mark, Marcellus Wiley, an African-American, has to say for their flex to even get this to be more than just an idea, but something that's going to be in reality. I give the players that. Um, but there's a problem with when you start to go down this road of the freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and how much social space is allowed for those who don't support in that same space. And that's where I, I wonder where this is going to go in terms of identity politics. We know what identity politics does. Uh, it, it divides and it polarizes. No matter how you want to look at it, that's just the effect of it, no matter how great the intentions are. And we all know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Good intentions. So it's an interesting play right here. I don't know how many people really look into the mission statement of Black Lives Matter, but I did. And when you look into it, there's a couple things that jump out. Here it is. This is everything. This is what everybody is trying to get into the echo chamber. Black Lives Matter is important because black people are a part of the fabric of this country. I have been incredibly influenced by bl the black community, black culture. I remember one time watching a King speech going, God damn. Thank you, black people, or else we'd be all be talking like these fucking clowns. <laughs> I remember discovering rap as a kid. My father, I dude, everybody's parents made him listen to country rock and roll. Not my dad. We listened to Motown. We always listen to Motown. I grew up on Motown. I listened to Motown before I listened to anything rock and roll. I didn't understand rock and roll until Guns N' Roses came out. And that was the first time I started to listen to rock and roll. I was in the fucking Motown and then the early rap early, man. I mean, I was part of one of the greatest breakdancing crews from upstate New York. <laughs> Johnny, you know that, right? The, the HDI Breakers. You guys know that, right? Sponsored by the Holiday Inn, dude, right? Is that, why we, that why we got cardboard just in the back? Yeah. Well, dude, I got blown on knees, dog. But <laughs> I, I would show you, but I was known for my top rocking and my pop locking. Okay? Did you rock the Mohawks still back then? No, I wish I had, but I got to be honest with you. This is the happiest I've ever been with my haircut. Yeah. I've never been happier. So... So we have this, you know, I've grown up with it, man. It's ridiculous, dude. Like, I've, why would I fight for children? 
Why would I fight for Libya? Why would I fight for all these countries that we're bombing the fuck out of every day for the military industrial complex? But then be like, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Of course Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. But you but just like most of your political movements, the base is wonderful. They they want change and love. But the top is manipulated. The very top. It's what I say about libertarians. I love libertarians. I get asked to join the Libertarian Party all the time. I and my philosophies are very libertarian. But the people at the top, I have a real question about. What are they what are they asking? It's the same thing with the Democrats. Democrats at the base probably we take away the blue check mark dummies and take a look of actually the people that you grew up with that were Democrats. They were like they were just peace loving people. That was what that party was about. But the the, the but I and I know everyone's going to be the history 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 history. I get that. I'm talking about the base. The people you met, the people you knew that were Democrats, they were liberals. They wanted equality. They wanted love. They want, that's what they wanted. And not that the Republicans didn't want that. You know, the base of the Republicans, they, they had their religion. They loved that, you know? But at the, at the highest levels, it's all corruption. And that's BLM. I hate to tell you guys. And he's going to explain to you right now why BLM is not what you think it is. If you're marching, what you're marching for and what BLM is, the leaders who created are marching for are two different things. So listen. To me. And I'm a black man who's been black and my life has mattered since 1974. And this organization was founded in 2013. I'm proud of you. But I've been fighting this fight for me and for others a lot longer. Two things. My family structure is so vital and important to me. Not only the one I grew up in, but the one I'm trying to create right now. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. When I know statistics, when I know my reality, forget statistics. I knew this before I even went to Columbia and saw these same statistics that I'm going to read to you right now. That children from single parent homes versus two parent homes. The children from the single parent homes, this is in 1995 I was reading this. Five times more likely to commit suicide. Six times more likely to be in poverty. Nine times more likely to drop out of high school. Ten times more likely to abuse chemical substances. Fourteen times more likely to commit rape. Twenty times more likely to end up in prison. And 32 times more likely to run away from home. I knew that. You know why I knew it? Because a lot of my friends didn't have family structures that were nuclear like mine. And they found themselves outside of their dreams and goals and aspirations. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head. When I also see their mission is to eradicate white supremacy. In 2020, white supremacy is the mission. Ooh, that's a lot of digging through minutia right there. I am on a show that I'm hosting along with another black guy who is hosting with me who replaced another black guy. And that's just one example of it. So I understand. I respect your space. I respect what you're protesting for. But will you respect others who don't support that? Stop it protest? right there. So listen, there's a lot of things going on. You want to get rid of patriarchy? You think patriarchy is the problem? Fine. 
I've watched in LA as females rise through the entertainment fucking level. Do you think that made it easier for women to get in? No, it just made it easier for certain type of women to get in. Okay. I've watched female comics who are murderers get nothing because they weren't the type of female that these executives were looking for. I got to tell you something. Most of the meetings I've taken with most of the casting directors I met with were female or gay men. And I would see these wonderful murderers have to struggle to get anything. You're like, why aren't you hidden? And it's because it's like, you think because women are in, you're going to get more. So if you want that, that's fine. You have what you, you have that fantasy. Okay. We know women don't get along. Why? Because it's biological. You're in competition with each other. If you think that suddenly stops because you're, you got a, a power structure dynamic now, good luck with that. Okay. You don't like the patriarch, patriarchal fa- uh, structure. It's fucked work great for Chelsea Handler. <laughs> right. You don't seem to mind that when you can use your sex to get an opportunity. That doesn't seem to be a problem. It only seems to be a problem when you can't use it. I talked about this before. I've heard the many female comics going, this one guy, he said I had to blow him for stage time. Okay, (laughs) guess what, dude? There was a bunch of people in comedy that wouldn't even give me the opportunity to suck their dick. They just blackballed me and I couldn't perform there until he got fired. And they usually took three or four guys getting fired before I could even get it going. An opportunity you gladly would have taken, we should just I chew chew on it. (laughs) That dick would be like a puppy chew toy. Just (laughs) give me five minutes, man. Nobody ever says in comedy, I need another dude in this show. Ever. Is it hard to be a female comic? I'm sure it is, man. I'm sure there's some really hard things. But let's not act like if you have half the skill to crush, you don't get fast-tracked. And you know it. Especially if you're hot. No, listen, if you're really hot, nope. Nope. There's some, no, dude. There's there's a thing in comedy, in comedy movies. If a really hot chick is the lead, she has to like walk into a wall or have like a bookshelf fall on her just to degrade her enough so the (laughs) women watching the movie are intimidated by how hot she is because it's fucking biological. It's straight up fucking out of the jungle fighting for the male. I know some women that are like a very cute girls, but they're not like gonna steal your boyfriend hot. And that's who gets pushed forward. But going back to this rant, you know what he's talking about? BLM's mission statement is to destroy the nuclear family. Think about the problem right now that is in the black community done by ridiculous drug laws written by who? Joe Biden and the Clintons. These crack laws 
that allowed a nugget of crack to be the same penalty as a helicopter full of cocaine that destroyed the black family unit. It is the black family unit that is why the black community is having so much problems right now. It's the truth. And these people want to destroy the family unit. That's what we're, that's what's going on here. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous drug laws purposefully meant to destroy the black family unit. And why isn't BLM talking about that? Because all those roads lead to who? Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. But who else does it lead to? Crack leads to who? George Bush Sr. This is the same group. From Reagan to Obama is the same clan. Just a different tan. It's a different, it's the same clan. That's why they can't talk about it. Destroying the black family unit, man. So what are we doing here? What are we, these are Marxists, man. These are Marxists. I used to be a kid and thinks Marxism was like, when people like complain about Marxism, I'm like, shut up, old man. I'm tired of hearing about it. You know, but then you really study it, dude. This is what they're going for, bro. And the people pushing Marxism aren't really into Marxism. They just want chaos. And look what we saw in Chaz. You think if you have free love and all that stuff, that everyone's just going to be like high-fiving and kumbaya Everybody has a little third world dictator in them and they all want to run everything, get all the cash, all the prizes, all the ass. That's what they want. All the cash and all the ass. And we're not the ones calling them Marxist. She called herself a Marxist. Yeah. She described herself. She it's not like comes out yeah. as a Marxist. And then you read about the mission statement, destroy the nuclear family. And just remember this, dude. Hollywood, for the last 30 years, has been bombarding you with, you don't need a father. Now listen, my soul, my heart, goes out to single mothers. It goes out, it's an impossible job. Being a parent is so hard. I never realized until I had kids. It is nonstop. So I have no problems with single mothers. The problem I have... Pro the problem I have with are dads who think they can just walk out of these people's lives. Those are your kids, man. Take care of your kids. Even if you don't get along with the woman, take care of your kids. That is your legacy. The bump and dump and run ain't the way it's got to be anymore. It's, it's ridiculous. I can't, could not, I, I couldn't fathom. Not having my kids in my life right now. I couldn't fathom it. If you have kids, I don't care if you don't like the chick. You got to do it for the kids, man. That's me. Dude, I, know some, I love the girl in my life. I know some dirtbag-ass dads. They got the stimulus check, and they didn't get it. It went straight to child support since they owed, and they were still pissed about that. Yeah. I was like, you're a dirtbag. You owed money, and the government gave you money. Those but they, are your yeah. kids, man. That is your legacy. Dude, when, you know, I called zero, zero, because... When we come into this world, we have zero. When we go out of this world, we have zero. The only legacy you have is like, hey, 
How did you, how did, how did your kids grow up? <laughs> how did your kids grow up? And you look at all these rich fucks. You don't think karma's real. You don't think the universe makes you pay. Look at all these rich fucking guys, these rich parents and how much of a cluster fuck their kids are. So it's not, you didn't call it zero because of the Buddhist thing, like the zero. Well, meaning. no, that was part of it oh, too. Okay. Zero eagle, zero, zero point, zero okay. uh, ego. Tell them what zero is. What do you mean tell them what zero is? The rock pin. Did oh, you, zero yeah. is my new spiritual podcast. And some people get mad because uh, it's, it's on a pay service. Oh, spiritual podcast on a pay service. It's like, dude, it's just like I do. I do three tinfoil hats a week uh, lately with this, uh, this virus. I do one punch drunk. I do one broken simulation. So, so every other week I'm doing, I'm doing six free shows, six free shows. And they are uh, m a lot more free than they used to be right now with the, with the lack of advertising because of this damn virus. I mean, it's no, you're right, yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, it's really free. You it's like it's like free. <laughs> what makes me what makes me laugh is when all these guys in the truth community who can't get anyone to listen to their shit or watch their videos call me a shill because and I'm in it for the money. I'm in it for the money. I have to go to Patreon and do six shows a week. Who else does that? Yep. Blame YouTube. Demonetize this. Yeah. Yep. Who does that? Who does? Nobody does that, dude. I give you, dude. If, let's say I do five a week, four times a month. That's 20 shows. You're paying five bucks. How much does that equal? Dude, that's I, less than a quarter, a show, a quarter, 25 cents. So it's like, it's crazy. But back to this, dude. So now, so now we've had a virus that kills 0.5% of the people. Johnny's scared. Actually, not scared. Not scared. Sam, not scared. Not not scared for me. I, I'm scared for the old people that I live around. Well, like Johnny, you should come to the show. I will purpose. Listen, I will buy you a hazmat suit. I just think I think it was released from a lab. I really do. One hundred percent. And if it, I I just don't. I anything that got released from a lab ain't nothing. You know what I mean? I think it's. I think the conspiracy that I really believe is that this is this thing was designed to wipe out a certain part of the population. Well, what the about the gates going? We gotta, we gotta get the vaccine to the black community. We gotta, like, Tuskegee mean anything to anybody? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was, it was targeted. It's a targeted virus, and uh, yeah. I, and fuck, now you've got who, these who marches. And well, the, and you saw you the one that shared, or was it you actually on the Instagram that where they were just they looked gleeful. When they were talking about the second wave like, coming, oh yeah, he's like, "What's the second comes?" <laughs> yeah. Wink, nod, wink, nod. And hey. by the way, the Gates don't look like they used to. I know we all look a little different as we age. She does not look like the same person. I'm just gonna throw that do out you, there. Okay, let, I know we're not gonna take the vaccine, but do you think they're gonna charge for it? You think it'd be free? You think it just that's? I mean, no, 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 no. They have to be they're free, right, it, dude? They have to give it away, dude. Go to the hospital. And I, you know, we've had so many uh, health experts on and talk about the greed of the health care providers uh, industry we have here. We call it big hospital complex. Uh, you'll see a sign that says, hey, if you can't afford vaccines, we'll give them to you for free. The most blood sucking money 
grabbing industry is like, we'll give you two of these free. What does that tell you? Dude. So I want to get into this real quick. So, so we've had this virus. We've had people locked down. Uh, Gavin Newsom, can you check out and see if Gavin Newsom's winery's closed? Because last I was told it wasn't. You have people mask. Masks don't work. Masks don't work. Masks don't work. Over and over again, experts are telling you masks don't work. Fauci even said masks don't work. You got, you got Cuomo coming out today saying, oh, dude, do it for patriotism. Do it for, show your Wait, part so of the I team. Because do I know we had like Dave Smith on here saying that at first they told us masks didn't work and they were lying to us. And then, but Dave Smith said masks do work. He said the studies all say that no, masks work. No, the studies don't. Like if you have like the super duper like fucking lab coat fucking shit. Yeah, but okay. You don't think they keep your germs from getting away though? I mean, that's the idea, right? Is that you don't release Listen, your germs. Listen, dude, a virus, a bacteria can't even see a virus. That's how small it is. Yeah, it's quite small. So it's like, I don't care what you have. It's like, it's like trying to sneak through the Grand Canyon. <laughs> And what this does, dude, is it makes it so you, you breathe less oxygen, I think that's which the, hurts your fucking thing. I think thing. that's more of a concern with masks. And this covers Antifa. Everyone, Antifa's running around destroying shit. Now that Everyone's I agree got with. masks I think on. masks are dangerous, but I think that they, you, I mean, they, they do well, something, especially the N95 listen, masks. Listen, dude, well, this, if I lived with my father, who's 74 and has diabetes, I wouldn't be going anywhere. Yeah, they, and that's kind of how I feel because I spent a lot of time with my girlfriends with her mother. And, hey, you know. so you're right. California Governor Gavin Newsom shuts down wineries in 19 counties hit hard by COVID but keeps his open in Napa. What an asshole. What a douchebag. And how don't you see this? That, this was two hours ago, Daily Mail, too. This was I two don't hours even ago. care, dude. I don't care if you don't like Trump. Don't like Trump. I don't care if you don't want to vote Republican. I never vote Republican. I will never vote Republican. I will not vote for the two parties. I like parts of things that Trump does. And I keep being told that he's business as usual, but it just seems like crazy shit keeps happening. Like this Afghan thing with the Russian, you sent me that, the Russian soldier, the Russian bounty. Nobody verified that once again. They're saying Iran did it now too. What, do you, oh, what, a, what yeah. a coincidence! It's all the countries that they're trying to yeah. get us to fucking have beef Isn't with. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Is that crazy? So and then the Taliban keep uh, <coughs> he's gonna get out. Yeah, the Taliban have been like, well, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So the ta- so so the Taliban wants to go, and we're negotiating leaving, and so we're gonna leave, and then they're like, ah, fuck it, just just hit him with a bomb, just for old times' sake, just so they know. Does it make any sense? It's, you know, it's like that old fable, Johnny, where like the guy goes to hell to get his girl and he's like, they're like, just don't look back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the Taliban. They're like, God, oh, gotta look back. Are you there? Oh, shit. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any he t- sense. He, well, he turns to, she, she has to go back to hell, right? Yeah, yeah she okay. gets pulled back yeah. to the n- netherworlds. It doesn't make any sense. That's why I'm like, I know that there's things that Trump's not doing well. I could sit here forever and argue with him. I, I could list them to you. What, what this dude does wrong. And it's, it's miles long. But it's everything these other presidents were doing too. 
he's just done a lot of things I like. Not perfect. Good luck getting someone perfect into the White House. Never happened. Never happened. So now the big thing happens. Ghislaine Maxwell gets arrested. Here we are. This is what you came for. Ghislaine Maxwell gets arrested. Where was Ghislaine? Remember people putting out memes? Where in the world is, what's her name? Ghislaine Maxwell, according to to Vanity Fair. Ghislaine Maxwell. Where in the world is Ghislaine Maxwell? Where? Oh, is she in Paris? Paris. Oh, is she she in a submarine? Oh. Is she hanging out with Edward Snowden in Russia? Is she in Snowden in Russia? Oh, she's hiding in Israel. No, no, no. (laughs) She's in New Hampshire. (laughs) Couldn't be a funnier place. Not only in New Hampshire, bought a property. And bought it. Bought it. Of course bought did. it. So you remember when they were pulling money out of Jeffrey Epstein's? The, the guest is in the waiting room. Shuffling. Really? Yeah. Perfect. Bring him in. Right on time. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. There he is. He's rocking. It all worked out, man. It all worked out. Are you there, buddy? Look at Ryan, so serious, so seductive. Is there any way Ryan doesn't listen to the cure? Hey. There we go. I, I see you. How are you, brother? I'm <laughs> I was patiently waiting. <laughs> we were waiting for you. Well, we're here. <laughs> All right. Have a piece of the robe even. Yeah, oh, left shit. Of it. <laughs> oh shit. So please welcome uh back to the pro- uh, to the podcast. Uh, I'm even afraid to say his name because YouTube uh, AIs now look for names now. I think they look for names. Yeah, Keywords. Yeah, don't say it. Just I'm going to say, say uh, please welcome Rai Diane Rai Nelson. from <laughs> Tokyo. There you go. How are you? <laughs> Not bad, man. Long time no see. It's really good news. Really bad personal news for me, but really good news for the world. Getting, uh, uh, yeah, I got I got oven from Patreon, so I'm a Patreon refugee now. Uh, have you ever tried Subscribestar? Not available in Japan. Yep. I'm not getting it. Yep. Is there a way to set it up here, and then you could grab the money there and upload here, and then go over there? There's probably a way to do that. Just somebody with an address in the U.S. and a bank in the U.S. and all that jazz, and set it up, but. I think uh, I think I'll be all right doing it through my website. So I, dude, people been offering to build me a uh, paywall, and I've been thinking pretty hard about it. Alex Jones runs it. That's he does everything through his website. By the way, did you guys hear that? that uh, nice. We got a shout out by oh, Bishop yep. Larry Gators on uh, Alex Jones. Oh, so when he out. says he really loves us, he really loves Twice. us. Twice. He's not just using us. He for... dropped it early and later in the show. Someone. I would just want like, him to say. Brother Alex Jones. <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, thanks for joining me. <laughs> well, Ryan, you're a, you like to do your own thing. You're your uh, you're your own Ronin, brother. You do it your own way and your own <laughs> style, and it is what it is. And that is the path that you have chosen. No teams. See, I'm hearing like a. Re- uh, uh, it's muted. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm cool with cooperating with people. It's just old Melonhead and I don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. I don't blame Clockwork Elves and interdimensional Nazis on DMT. Whatever. I actually talk about real people and names. So, 
You hey, no no teams, no lords, no masters. Here we go. We're having Giant a re, here we go. Uh let's see if we can stop it. You if want, you want a paywall, I got some people who can actually do it instead of just talking about it. Good. No, I'll talk to you about that. I'm thinking about doing it, dude. I mean you're gonna right. need you're gonna need to be as independent oh. as possible because all these platforms are are kicking everyone for anything. Like your joke about having a Mexican, they'd be like, oh, it's not woke. Oh, dude, you I'm don't not, even know what we've said like, so far <laughs> on this podcast. I've pissed off everybody. Uh, I'm going to start to so, uh, you know, so please welcome Rai Rai from t Tokyo. How are you, brother? In Osaka, but close enough. Hey, <laughs> you know, good. to Americans, it's all China. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so welcome so we had talked earlier your patreon got taken down mm -hmm. sucks man it sucks because uh they just are trying to silence what you said uh, i just had a, a video taken down from boob tube um that's gone the russian vid video <laughs> so basically it's even if you have somebody on to disagree with them i know you can't even discuss it because Johnny, like, what do we agree with him? And I think he's great. I, I, I would have him on, put the video somewhere else. I'd have him on again. I, I enjoyed it, talking to him. I'm not just here to talk to people I agree with, but we disagree with him without a lot of shit. Yeah. We, I mean, we Vegas, almost everything. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, he thinks this whole, uh, Epstein thing is all a hoax too. Right? Yeah. It's all, he thinks like, everything's great. a hoax. Literally. I'll have him Which on I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. If you can't talk with people you disagree with, then you're you're no better than these politicians and 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 the people running the the world at the top. They're they're assholes. Imagine if I yeah, had, dialogue, uh, not deplatforming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you're not going to change anyone's mind by just saying you're gone, mic drop, or whatever. No, you actually like you actually empower people when you do that. You actually go, oh, why should I come and watch this? But why are they getting rid of him? Oh, he must be saying something dangerous and then you go check it out and you're like oh actually it's not that bad he's actually making sense and then you start actually allowing people to grow, kind of grow like this legend <laughs> right it's just one, one time i went on a stream and i argued for four hours with a whole bunch of different white nationalists and all their call-ins and by the end of it i think i captured about a third of their audience it's like you know what that makes what rice said made a lot of sense i hadn't thought about it like that like now, yeah all you have to do is talk talk people out of their opinions you know, give them better, better evidence That's and they'll change their minds. Some it, of them will. If you, if you disagree with somebody, you should be able to have the debate. And if you believe, if what mm -hmm. you believe in your, you have real, real confidence in what you're saying, you should be able to talk about anything. If what you're saying is so right, it should be able to hold up against criticism. When you stop mm -hmm. the discussion, there's something there you don't want people to look at. They make things taboo, and that actually makes people assume that, oh, maybe there's something to there. When you have a topic, and I won't give an example, but everybody will know what I'm talking about, where strain from officialdom will get you put in jail, that adds doubt rather than clarity, right? Because you, if you make it so that another side isn't even allowed to say what it thinks, then people are going to assume, oh, you're censoring this because you have no argument, even if you do have an argument. That's why it's really bad to not allow disagreement. 
but it's getting uh, the woke culture is getting like that on a lot of different topics, whether it's historical events or global warming or conspiracy theories or whatever. You just aren't allowed to disagree with them. But I'm telling people, if you don't have dialogue about these things, you're not changing anybody's mind. You're making them assume, well, I have to be right because they're scared to talk to me. That's what they think. And eventually it catches up with them because, mm -hmm. you know, real dialogue, real truth. And on top of that, humans are, 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 are flawed and people make mistakes. And it's very easy to go after people you don't like. And everybody loves a witch hunt until you're the witch. And yeah. then, then, then all of a sudden you're running around blaming everybody for your problems, man. It's like people make mistakes. And we'll get into that because I want to talk about the end of that. But I really wanted to have you on uh, to talk about. Um, I'm saying one thing before we get into the Epstein stuff. I will say that this is what happened when nobody was allowed uh, to defend the toppling of Confederate statues, for example. No one could give a nuanced view of the Civil War without being just like, shut up, racist, or whatever. And so because it didn't stop there, the front line just kept moving until the founding fathers, Christopher Columbus, just any, any statue of anything is now being ruined and not just in the United States, across the world. That's why you should have, even if you weren't going to defend it, you should have allowed other people to speak up uh, without just uh, lambasting them and, and just in a dismissive way, being like, oh, if you're defending Robert E. Lee, then you're pro-slavery and a racist, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's such a retarded position but that's exactly what happened and uh, so now we have jefferson who ended the transatlantic slave trade uh his statue being toppled i'm waiting for antifa to say let's burn the constitution and the bill of rights because they were both written by slave owners you know it's getting so ridiculous and it's because no dialogue is allowed uh and it's sort of that old adage you know the first they came for x and no one said anything then they came for y and then it's too late right so let people stand up for themselves without yelling Nazi and throwing the microphone out the window. Well, because <laughs> what people don't realize, they don't investigate what they're, they're getting themselves into. We just did a whole thing on BLM and the Marxism <laughs> and what their actual mission statement is. And they don't listen. They just march blindly. Okay. And when you have white women yelling at black cops, about the fucking patriarchy it is you are in bizarro <laughs> land you are the you are the mayor of clown town okay it just makes no sense the only place i want to see white chicks yelling at a bunch of black cops is on dark dogfart.com that's an interracial gangbang porn okay that's right. the only place i want to see that I, and I have seen that, and it's a pretty great video. Um, All right. So, so it is. It does seem to be like uh, far left white liberals that are the ones that are most militant about this. Ted again, the Unabomber. He wrote about this. I know you know. It's always it's always on behalf of another. You know, they're working through their own sense of guilt and shame, and it's like this rally that Trump's doing in South Dakota at the at the uh the the monuments uh, at mount rushmore they're out there saying oh this is offensive to native americans they're like no native american said anything <laughs> all yeah. these white liberals saying is, on behalf it of is getting native americans don't have a problem with mount rushmore they're building crazy horse on the other side i mean it's uh it's liberals but they they never come out and say i'm offended they're like oh this is on behalf of so and so 
And that's them working out their own uh, paternal prejudice. And, and it's, it's part of the leftist well, psychology. Like, why is Lenin, the statue of Lenin, still up in Seattle? And it's because picking and choosing, <laughs> right? It's like, like the Washington Redskins are going to get rid, uh, probably get rid of the name. And, and the reason it's important to me is because I'm Armenian and there's a new source called the Young Turks. Yeah. And I actually had a Jewish guy argue with me about, oh, Young Turks have been throughout history. So I go, hey, check out my new uh, logo for my company. It's the Hindu symbol for peace. Are you okay with that? And they didn't hit me back. And it's just because politically, Native Americans don't have as much power as blacks. They're not a voting block. And Black Lives Matter is all about black votes. They did the same thing in 2016. Black lives don't matter to Black Lives Matter. There are 9.2 million slaves in Africa right now, most of them black. And that's including child soldiers, forced prostitution, and so on. Nothing's being done about that. Nothing's even being said about that. In fact, our only black president ever is contributed to it by invading Libya and handing it over to Al Qaeda. So there's no consistency here. If it was a if it was a principled view, and you're really just about fighting police abuse, and you really did believe in systemic racism, and you're trying to fight it, uh, then it would be principled across the board. And yet it isn't. And they're not talking about solutions like getting rid of uh, asset forfeiture, getting rid of qualitative immunity. Uh, getting rid of red flag laws, no knock raids, things that you really could do to reform the police and reduce police abuse. Nah, it's just defund the police. And I'm like, hell, there's a lot of things between police yeah. abuse yeah, and no yeah. cops at all, yeah. right? <laughs> like, yeah. I just listed five things you could do that never get brought up because what the reality is, it's not about police abuse. That's just a theme. What, and there was no, also, there was no evidence provided that George Floyd was racially motivated. It's just, just some asshole cop. He shot a Native American guy before that, too. And he pistol whipped on some white teenagers. The dude was just a jerk. The guy's but an it, asshole. Nobody talks about that. And when they put yeah, it on yeah, the flyer. It's like, you can't blame that on the whites or whatever. Like, how about blame it on Derek Chabon? There was a black cop and an Asian cop with him during the arrest. Yeah, sat nobody there and watched says the whole anything thing. about that. And that cop is most likely, I saw him at the store. Like, they had a video of somebody interviewing him. He's walking with another very manicured other guy. I'm like, we're talking mm. very trim. Uh, everything's on point. And Floyd was into porn, and they'd known each other for 17 years, so something else was going on there. But the media didn't care, because you saw before that, they had the incident in Georgia. And then after that, there was the Karen in New York that yelled at the bird watch or whatever. With all the other news stories going on, that's what they chose to focus on all day long. They, the left was saying, we have to get uh, another Ferguson, another Baltimore, another yep. L.A. riots yep. going. We're going to agitate the black community and tell them there's systemic racism everywhere. There's a Klan hood around every corner. There's a noose in every garage. They're coming to, to throw bleach on you and wear MAGA hats, whatever. You know, like, they, the, it's so stupid. Like The United States is, I think, the least uh, racist country in the world. It has the highest number of uh, black millionaires, uh, the highest number of black billionaires as well. It, it, the statistics just don't back it up. There is racism everywhere, anywhere. There's going to be some racism, but it's stamped out as much as you possibly could. And there is not systemic racism. We don't have laws uh, favoring whites. In fact, we have the exact opposite. So the, the only systemic racism we have are things like affirmative action uh, and uh, holding different categories to different standards for college admission and things like that. 
which is uh, wrongly applied to East Asians, whites, etc. on down the line. That's Dude, unfair. we just talked yeah. about that. See, I'm uh, Ar- half <laughs> Armenian, and that's part of Asia, which makes me part Asian. So I know my people definitely mm-hmm. get, you know, the the short end of the stick by Harvard. Johnny, hey, where's, where's the recognition of the Armenian genocide? That's what I say right. all the it's time. It's something like contested. It's like, what? what's to contest? It happened. You well, know because what? Israel doesn't want to recognize it because it, Israel yeah. is founded by Kazarians, <laughs> and Kazarians are at, at the farthest back is Turkish. Johnny, what do you want And they also say? have to be number one atrocity yeah. because victimhood is currency number in the United States. Atrocity. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, not only are they not talking about the real issues that they could solve, but they're castigating repeatedly one of the men who is attempting to solve them, that's Rand Paul, who's proposed legislation to roll back uh, civil asset forfeiture and Mm no-knock warrants, which, you know, unconstitutional, of course. Um, And they love, I mean, it's a hobby of the media to just destroy him, even when his neighbor, you know, like, really, really (laughs) hurt him. Uh, And they they just kind of made fun of him for that. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, ha ha, dude got attacked! So, uh, Ray Ray, I want to get into... um, why I wanted to talk to you about this because it is such an, ins- uh, you know, yesterday I felt was a giant bomb hit again. Uh, oh, yeah. Hopefully is the rest of Ghislaine. How do you pronounce her name, Johnny? Ghislaine. That's according to Vanity Fair. Is it Ghislaine? It's Ghislaine, Mas- but we call her Ghislaine because it's funny. <laughs> Ghislaine. <laughs> Ghislaine uh, Maxwell. And like the fact that she was, uh, just hiding in a very crazy place called the mansion in New Hampshire. Uh, what are your thoughts on all that? Hey, I called it, by the way. I said where she was on the Sean Atwood show about two months ago. I told everyone she's still in the U.S. She's right there. I had her. I had copies of her taxes for her uh, Tamar charity and everything. I said she's not going anywhere. Everyone thought she was in Israel. I said they don't want her. They're going to act like they've never seen her before. Um, it was too obvious for her to go to France to live with her relatives. Uh, it was too obvious. Like she had to be in the U.S. That's where her sugar daddies are. That's where her network <laughs> is. Her mega donors, the Wexners, all that—they're all American and Canadian. So we knew she, that's where she's going to be. And she's living in a you know multi-million-dollar-plus uh, house in in New Hampshire, while uh, she's only a stone's thrown away from the people who are supposed to be investigating her. Now I think that they've known where she's been for a while, and they've been building a case against not only her but the people above her, because she's 100% going to squeal. That pampered little... I'm glad she's going to squeal. No, but you, you were know, saying... You know what is, uh, oh, no, is no, going no, to, to plea bargain in, in, in days. Mm-hmm. She they said she's already wi- willing to talk. So, like, what do you get? She's in Marymount of- County Jail right now. I love it. it- they're, they're thinking about transferring her to New York. I don't like that idea. Nope. She should be. Yeah. She should be recorded right now. Like we. No, should they be- should get the best Navy SEALs in the world and surround her. Yep. Surround her, like Trump. It's like you know. I know everybody. Like I, I, I'm sure you hate Trump. I get it. I get why everybody hates it. But this seems to be something. I am. Am I wrong? Is Trump part of this all too? And I, I you know, come he has his own up- faction. And it's like I've explained before, it's kind of like rival drug cartels. And I love it when they fight with each other. Like Trump is much more in in league with the Kushner and the Wilf and BB camp. And they do their own honey traps and all the, you know, they're no angels either. But is it pedophilia like this? 
No, they're into women of age for, as far as all my research. I have not yes, found Yes, right, Ray Ray. Ray Ray did it. Thank you, Ray Ray. I appreciate So at that. least you're like, well, at least it's only <laughs> prostitutes, you know. <laughs> Whereas with Epstein, you're talking about uh, kidnapping and, and rape. So of girls as young as 12 and how many uh, we don't know if how I'm many gonna of pick them a drug back. cartel i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go like there is a difference between a zetas and and uh Sinolos, you know like, like there are degrees of worse and uh trump's gang is not as bad as epstein so <laughs> Thank take you, it as dude. a win i mean finally a guy who's like cold-blooded with how his research he has he he doesn't even live here. He has no reason. I would to be- tell you if I found kids, I'd be like, they're fucking kids, you know. But that's not what I saw. I mean, Kushner did Honey Trap of McGreevy, but he he hired prostitutes of age. They had their Khashoggi connections, but it was always prostitutes of age. Um, but when you get into Epstein and Dershowitz and these guys, uh, you're talking about little boys and little girls, and uh, they're just shameless. And it's for a foreign state power. Trump's gang is more or less just. He's been involved with organized crime and a lot of white collar crime for uh, uh, gambling, um, illegal methods of uh, procuring materials for real estate stuff, you know, typical New York mob stuff, but not raping kids. You know, that's the, the, every the most hardened mobster. I don't care if it's from the fucking Gambino, University, whatever. They're like, we don't rape kids. You know, they draw a line in prison. And, uh, they're like, no kids, no kids. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of they these wouldn't sell kids, drugs to kids even. They're like, don't do that. A lot of these Johnny kids like, show up at your door with a baseball it. bat and take you out. That's what would happen. These are Armenians too, <laughs> right? I mean, I was a victim of it, and these guys are victims of it, and that's why they don't do that shit, man. And uh, mm-hmm. your thoughts about Trump hiring Dershowitz? Do you think that was like him telling the the <clears> people <throat> trying to impeach, let's play ball, or? No, no, that was more simple. That was uh, Sheldon Addison bribed him into doing it. It's the same reason he hired Bolton, and then he fired Bolton. And now Bolton's got a stupid book. This is the most pathetic thing. Trump's trying to pull out of Afghanistan. Good. You know, I don't care if you hate or not. Let's get out of Afghanistan. That All we did was liberate a bunch of heroin. <laughs> Bolton writes a book with this stupid notion of like, oh, yes, the Russians bribed the Taliban to kill Americans. Uh, I believe the Taliban's already trying to kill Americans because we invaded Afghanistan. Yeah. We don't need a bribe. But, uh, you know, the House actually now blocked the withdrawal based on this phony Russia conspiracy. So it's just Bolton is still sabotaging deals. He sabotaged the deal with North Korea, and now he's sabotaging a pull out of Afghanistan. Trump was able to pull troops out of Germany. Nobody opposed that. Like, well, can we end World War II? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not in Germany you know, anymore? We're pull, we pulled out thousands of troops from Germany. We have a token force there now. So good. That's a waste great. Of money anyway. We don't need to be in Germany. <laughs> Germany can take care of itself. Holy so, shit, dude. And I, and I bet you probably didn't see that on the media. I was like, hey, that's good. You know, that was something Ron Paul used to say. Get out of Germany. Get out of Italy. Like, why are we still fighting World War II? You know, it's useless. So he did. He moved some troops out and he tried to get out of Afghanistan. And the house is now blocking him. The other thing is they tried to have police reform, which they're asking for, and the Democrats blocked it. It's like, what do you want? They, they did a bill on police reform, much needed, by the way. I mean, I've been talking about police abuse for decades, real police abuse. For sure. Um, 
which happens to all races, by the way. They don't care. It's a war on the poor. Their whole thing, yeah. Their whole thing is like per capita. Well, per capita, I go, well, you don't want to start doing the per capita game because then you start looking at crimes that were committed per capita. Well, you, you can't say per capita because it doesn't matter. That's like saying, well, it turns out there's a lot of sick people at the hospital. Like there's, <laughs> you can't. You can't see uh, interaction between the police and a criminal and then compare that to the public at large. That's not how statistics work. That's like saying, well, uh, you know, there are more white people with pickup trucks. It's like that's because rural areas have pickup trucks and urban areas don't. It has to do with geography, not with race. And blacks live in urban areas almost exclusively. All violent crime is in urban areas. But you're talking about when you're talking about murder or something, you're talking about one out of a hundred thousand people. So 99.99% of anybody of any race is not committing any violent crime. But if you want to look at police interactions, there are, I think 55% of violent crimes are done by blacks in the United States. So given the interaction with police, there are actually fewer black unarmed blacks shot than whites. There was only nine. This is not some systemic thing. Nine unarmed people were killed by cops. That sucks, but this is not like people need to be afraid. In what, to one walk year time? In one year time? Nine years in 2019, in 2019, nine unarmed black people were shot by police. That's it. That's not, here's what we got a problem. We got a couple racism. things going like on. If you had a gun in the car, but not in your person and you got shot, by the way, I think thir uh, 34 unarmed whites too. Uh, but then there are a lot more white people. But if you're looking at interaction with the cops, uh, you're actually more likely to get shot if you're not a minority because there's no one to stand up for you. So, so what we have here is two things colliding. You have a bunch of people that have been told from the beginning of their birth, the system's out to get them. They, they, they got no chance. They're born with two strikes against them. They're going to jail. Now, there is a big problem with 100% institutional racism. It's why I'm against the death penalty. In an idealistic world where, like, you take a life for a planned murder, you get your life taken. But there's so much racist rot in the system that I don't, I, I don't, I'd rather have a million guilty guys live than put one guilty man to death okay so i'm against there were 87 it. cases overturned from dna evidence once such a thing was available people were still on death row since the 80s <clears throat> when the 90s were overturned but you got to think about all the people in the 80s that had already been put to death yep. uh, before DNA evidence wasn't was even an option so the i don't i'm against the death penalty because i don't have i don't have a problem with killing someone that commits a heinous crime what I have a problem is determining, you know, with certainty whether or not that's the case, because a lot of times with very little evidence, you can convict somebody and take their life away. And uh, we know that uh, many cases have been overturned and it's really a war on the poor. And I think it, it seems like it's racism, but I don't know if we can really determine that. It seems like if you don't have money, you're screwed. Uh, we got a lot of money. You can be like OJ and get away with it. It's you know, class you, war it, again. It's a class war. If you're a poor white kid from Kentucky and you're going to prison, they're going to kill you too. They don't care. Uh, it's just about how much voice you have and how much voice you have depends on who you know and how much money you have. It is That's a, all that matters. It is against uh, it is against uh, poor people because in Mexico there's police brutality too, and what, they're yep. not. Like you just, I, didn't, I just got it right Mexican. now. Yeah, Mexicans exactly. against Mexicans, and there's police brutality everywhere. It is a class war. It is. It against, is a class it is. war, and yeah. nobody wants to talk. Globally. That. In the United States, it looks like it's like, oh, you're disproportionately on this 
race or that race. But really, if you take poverty into account, it's really just a war on the poor, just like every other country. It, you know, it's in Mexico, in in China, and whatever. Japan, it could be the same race, same everything. They pick on the poor. I totally agree with that. But they want you. They want poor whites and poor blacks and poor Latinos. Everybody all at each other's throat, fighting with each other. This is a blue versus you thing. This isn't a black versus white. This is blue versus you. And uh, if you're poor, if you're young, if you're male, <clears throat> you fit all these categories. They're going after you. You know, I've always said this, Ray Ray, that um, that uh, you know, when when the government comes to crack down on dissidents. It comes in the form of riot police. They are the they are the stormtroopers of the 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 power elites. It happens all the time, and they do it for checks all the time. They brown shirt the shit out of it. Okay, and it's like mm -hmm. what we fight for. What we fight for is going to affect your kids too. Now, are all cops bad? No. There's a lot of good cops. No one group outside of male feminists and fucking um, male <laughs> feminists, okay, uh, um, psychopaths and entertainers gingers, yeah. that don't do drugs or never done drugs or alcohol. They're not bad people. They're just suspect. Keep an eye on them because I never, they're all weirdos. That's all I got to say. They could be good people. They're just weirdos. Um, outside of that, Every group has wonderful people. The base is usually wonderful, loving people. It's the top power structure and these little bit of psychopaths, attention whores that fucking ruin everything. And that's mm -hmm. what happens all the time. Uh, my problem with the police department, besides the violence, obviously the unnecessary violence, the militarization of the violent of the cops, but also this police union that's taking taxpayer dollars and then in turn using that to affect federal and state laws. It's like your law enforcement. You don't get to dictate what the masses think the law should be. Well, here's one for you. And Jesse Ventura brought this up. He's the former governor of Minnesota. The Derek Chavon, the one that killed George Floyd, there's no, I mean, that was on tape, eight minutes and 40 something seconds of that he, he killed him. Or he, <clears throat> he led to his death at minimal, right? They were trained by the Israelis who put knees on Palestinian heads all the time. You know what they didn't have? A police academy. Why don't they have a police academy? That's the level of training they have. You let a foreign government train the police, but you don't have a police academy in your own state where they're supposed to be trained and how to de-escalate and so on. Nah, they escalate on purpose because they want to abuse their power. And he was a senior officer and the officer, he'd only he'd been an officer for all the four days, I believe, that was holding the legs of George Floyd asked to roll him over twice so meekly and of course they didn't now he's dead um, i don't have a lot of sympathy for george floyd who held a gun at a pregnant woman and robbed her and was it on meth and fentanyl and all that i know all that he was on a goofball cop didn't know all that when he killed him you know he just is a guy it happened to be the case that he was a piece of shit but he didn't know that so as far as i'm concerned oh, that dude, cop just murdered a man i think it was deeper than that they knew each other that whole club we, we find that out chinese, later chinese fucking chinese uh fake money all this crazy ass shit and the fact like people I'm should really look at legs, people should really look at what what minneapolis became you had these elites these these city councilmen dissolving basically or defunding the cops then getting private security 
on the taxpayer's dollars because that's where it's going to end up going. Where only the rich have security and everything else is lawless. Almost like what's going on in Brazil and parts of Latin America where the super rich have security and the rest of them are like, fend for your fucking self. It is a double whammy on small businesses because first you have this total overreaction to what's basically the flu that shut down all these businesses. And then you've got the brick and mortar stores just having their windows broken and looted, right? Amazon is loving it. You know, the, the, <laughs> the only threat to the upper crust is the one right below them as your small business owners. And they've been out of work uh, because of COVID-19, Rona Chan, whatever you want to call it. They've been out of work for months. They haven't been able to sell their goods. Uh, and yet uh, the liquor store is open, but the library is not. The weed dispenser is open, but the gym's not. You know, it's uh, pick and choose which, which one will spread the virus or which won't. You can't go outside and, and you know, just um, go to a restaurant or something, but you can protest as long as it's a leftist protest. So you can see the disingenuous rhetoric about fighting coronavirus. But then when that, if that wasn't enough, uh, in these cities at least, these small businesses, which were already hurting, just about to reopen, and then they get completely looted and sometimes set on fire. You know, and all that does is further uh, assist the monopolies in a uh, becoming a conglomerate of wealth. They get to concentrate the wealth into fewer and fewer hands by bashing the small businesses. They'll go under. And these people go, oh, they had insurance. That's not how insurance works. Nobody knew a mob was about to come and break the window and set everything on mm -hmm. fire. And uh, there are some franchises like Target and things that will fare a little better. Which, uh, real quick, uh, George Soros is George Soros is a giant shareholder in target and AutoZone. Damn. If that's true, that's something else. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So listen, I got a, uh, bait, uh, AutoZone's where it started in Ferguson as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. The yeah. first fire. I'm telling you. So I, I, because we had some miscommunication on times and I'm sorry about that. I, I can't go forever here because I got a, uh, two babies at home and a mom going crazy. So I have to go take care of that. So we're going to have twins. Yes. Twin girls. I have a twin brother. Oh, you do. I love it. Where's he? What if He's he was like Carolina. a super libertard and he was just like, we got us. And you guys just argued all the time at Thanksgiving. That'd be the best. <laughs> you from North Carolina, right? I am from we're Cape Hatteras Island. Cape Hatteras. Wow. Okay. I'm from, uh, like near Fayetteville. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Cape Hatteras, that's beautiful. I, I just talked to H.K. Edgerton from Fayetteville, the uh, former president of the NAACP, and he supports uh, keeping Confederate monuments. Oh, what is yeah. this, a North oh. Carolina podcast? <laughs> I got a quick it's question. A big, it's a big <laughs> issue there, man. Big I know. I, I'm with you, dude. Hey, but you were right, though. He does own part of Target. Thank you, yeah, and AutoZone. Yep. I, I speak there the truth here. My truth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> real quick, uh -huh. Ray Ray. Um, how do you think this Giselle Maxwell, Ghislaine, Gis, whatever her name is, Ghislaine, yeah. Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell, how's this play out? Because a lot of people go, when are the big names going to start walking? I go, you don't know anything. Brofman's big names, Nexium, big names. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, it's fucking uh, Maxwell, big name. Epstein. Maxwell is a big name, and, and she'll, she ties into Ahud Barat, the former prime minister of Israel, and Ahud Omar, another I former hear. prime minister of Israel. Then you got the Bronfmans, the Bronfman family, as you said. And of course, uh, I mean, we, I explained this last time we talked about Epstein, but 
all the Zionist organizations they're in, but this could go on to Leon Black, Robert Kraft, George Mitchell, uh, of course, Leslie Wexter, Larry Summers. There's a lot of billionaires on there. Glenn Dubin and Eva Dubin. Uh, on my Epstein crime map, there are 15 billionaires on just on that map. And if, it's, if she flips on the Sunborn Institute 2.0 and she starts going after the mega group, it's going to be a lot worse than just Prince Andrew and Dershowitz and Jean-Luc Burnell. You're talking about major money, major Wall Street uh, movers and shakers uh, who are sweating right now. Because in, unless she dies, unless she suddenly gets COVID, what do you put the odds on, bay, Ray? Ray, what do you put the odds on of her getting killed? See, I would I would have put them at a hundred percent, but because Epstein's death is so, it's become such a meme that he didn't kill himself. You know, it's gonna be very hard to pull this off, right? So she's gonna squeal. So what they're doing instead is they're having they're putting the money pressure on judges to say, oh, you got to destroy these documents. And they're going after Epstein's victims and saying, oh, you acquired these the wrong way. You, you need to expunge all this and then destroy all this evidence. They're trying to limit what they can do in her case. And they're already nailing her for things she did between 1994 and 1997 to avoid that sweetheart deal pocket. And they're also nailing her for perjury for 2016. But I have a little bit of confidence in that because it took so long to arrest her and they had to know where she was. If I knew where she was, they knew where she was, Right. They've been thinking, all right, we want to snap this all at once. So we're going to grab her. She's going to flip. They'll go after like Andrew, the, low, you know, the, the easy, more publicized things first and, and say, hey, do you guys want to make a deal? Do you guys want to make a deal? Because the real big fish that they're really after are the Wexners and the Dubins and the Bronfmans, the billionaire class, because this was part of a foreign espionage ring. They're blackmailing to get uh, secrets for American science and technology for the Israeli state. It's very clear what it was. It's very clear how Epstein got his money. Everyone running around going, oh, where do you get this money from? Where do you get his house from? Who's behind this? Like, you know who. Eric Weinstein did this video where he basically <laughs> like gave every hint imaginable. I was like, well, I'll say it. I'll say it for you. You know, this was an Israeli operation. For sure. Robert Maxwell was part of Israeli intelligence. Ghislaine's the daughter. I mean, it's so clear. And all these, all these Zionist donors are surrounding them, right? So she's going to squeal because that pampered bitch cannot stand jail life. And she's going to plea bargain up right away. Now, she's going to try and say, oh, I'm innocent. I was a victim of Epstein as well, blah, blah, blah. But all the living victims say, no, she was worse than he was. She's go out. I'm going to go find the noobles, she'd say. It means new blood. These girls who just had their period. That's what they're looking for. Oh, my God, dude. And they used to, she used to go around the trailer parks and stuff and look for little kids and bring them back. And, oh, I know this rich guy, and you can get $200 if you just give him a massage, da-da-da-da-da. Eventually, they upgraded. When they got in with John Luke Burnell and Wexler's modeling agency and MC2, they were able to get a lot of Eastern European girls uh, who, who qualified to become models, get them over, take their passports away, and then abuse, rape. And also send them in as honey traps and other other people. And they filmed everything, by the way. And uh, some some footage of that film is online. If Do you, you want to believe go in Frazzle Drip, it's pretty dark. Have you seen it's, heard it's, of it's Frazzle Drip? Do you think it's real? I, I'm no comment. Oh, <laughs> why? What does that mean? Damn. Well, that means I just lost my Patreon. I'm trying not to lose my YouTube. I got family to take care of and. I mean, you can you can infer the answer. Can you can right you there. blink twice for yes? 
Don't blink uh, for no. Blink <laughs> twice for yes. Oh! <laughs> so you don't think she's Let's doing see. time at all? With everything you just said, she's going to walk out? No, no time? She's not. Jesleen, Jesleen is already in prison. And she's going to tell on everybody. This is my hope. She's going to tell on everybody. Uh, they should have done her in. She's so arrogant. She thinks that she can lawyer her way out of this. She cannot. The public pressure on this, if, if they let that little worm out, you know, forget about it. Why didn't and they Trump kill her in re-elected. New Hampshire? Why didn't they kill her in New Hampshire? should have. They should have. Ryan, I love you the pieces, dude. I would have you on. We'll do it again. I would love to keep going deeper. I just have somebody texting me right now like uh, it's just chaos. So we'll do it again. I wanted to do this whole thing where we compare, um, you know, everybody going off on, uh, um, you know, Chris D'Elia and Joey Diaz, but nobody going off on Giselle Maxwell and Jeffrey Ross. Oh, Joey Diaz is telling a joke, obviously. I mean, he's a comedian and he's telling a funny story. And I don't know how many years it's not ago even it was, real. It's not even real. Because I know it's not real. I, I, I've followed him for a while. I mean, I don't know him or anything, but, I, you know, fan. It's just, uh, it's what he talks, it's the way he talks, you know, and it's just, it's a funny story. It used, used to be able to talk like that, you know, pre prior to 2015 or something, you know, and yeah, they're just all jumping down his throat. And it's just like, oh, come on. You've got real cases of actual pedophiles yeah, and actual like Weinstein types. About. And right. none of them talked. And I had the discussions with people. Why don't people go re-interview Corey Feldman? He had a lot to say and no one was listening to him. You go talk to him now. You know, it's my whole thing about now. why everybody went after Chris Leah, but nobody said anything about Jeffrey Ross. It's like, and Ross has been mm-hmm. very nice to me. I, I so I don't take, and I would say Jeffrey Ross deserves the exact same treatment that Chris Leah did, and he deserves due process. But nobody's talking about it, and it's like, what do we? Well, they all deserve due process. I mean, we shouldn't just, you know, right. hang people in the court of public opinion. Uh, I will talk about Epstein and these people because this, there, there's, this is beyond rape and spying. I mean, they're uh, financing terrorists. This web goes a lot deeper. We didn't have time to explain it all, but um, we'll reschedule go to my website ASAP. and read about it. <laughs> we'll reschedule you ASAP to do it, and we'll make sure we both understand the time. It was my fault, so we'll do it again. Ray, Ray. You had the time right, and I think you were 10 minutes late, so I just thought, oh, it's, I have the wrong time or something. I've been so sick. Maybe I don't sound as sick right now, but I was hell this morning. COVID? And, uh, so I thought, okay, maybe I screwed it up or something. But <laughs> Well, I appreciate you, dude. We'll do it again soon, and uh, we'll, we'll make it happen, dude. I had this I'd had also love to talk about the Civil War sometimes. Anytime, some, I feel dude. Like anything we but... We talked about Blair Mountain and how people continue to be paid in script and were still slavery up until the 1920s. And so they need a little... A little course and what happened before that because let's, it's the, let's set it up. The good versus evil crap story that you hear <laughs> in elementary school just isn't true. Anything and but so, COVID. I'll talk anything <laughs> but COVID at this point. Yeah, I'm tired about the yeah, virus. That's too. why that's I'm over it. You're the best, Ray Ray. Sorry that we couldn't do this earlier. And uh I just gotta get home, dude. I'm a grown ass man who's gonna be running home breaking laws. It's your twins. Hey, I got a little one on the way. Another oh, one. Oh, congratulations, dude. Let's go. How many is it's that a- now? It's one too many. No. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have the four horsemen, man. I got I got another boy on the way, so all right, brother. You're yep. the best. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, XG. I appreciate you, Johnny. 
and uh, we'll talk soon, dude. Thank you, everybody. And uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna talk Civil War with Ray Ray very soon. Okay. Carolina taking over. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Take care.